Let's just do a little recap where we are. We're in the book of Haggai. Uh, the people of God are now in Jerusalem. They're back from a 50-year exile in Babylon. The city has been destroyed. The beautiful temple that Solomon built, it lies in ruins. The people's first priority was to rebuild the city and the temple. But they got distracted and half-heartedly did it. They changed their focus and their shift and they started building their own houses. And Haggai comes in with a challenge. He challenges their misplaced priorities. Dave summarised uh, it last week by saying this. The Haggai's message to them was basically, wake up and smell the coffee. Haggai holds a mirror in front of them and he kind of says, have a good long look at yourself. Reflect, repent, look at what you've been doing. And thankfully, the people see the error of their ways. Let me just pray. Father, we pray that as we look at this passage, that Lord Jesus, you would stir our hearts, that Father, we will be able to reflect, that Father, we would be able to say sorry and repent of things that we know we need to. But Lord, we would move into a time of renewing, of being renewed and renewing the world around us, we pray. Amen. Robert Fowle, in his message of Haggai, in a commentary, he says this. He talks about the movement of prophetic word leading to repentance, to action, and to blessing. And that, that this is the central flow of the book of Haggai. It's a journey, a flow of movement. And we've been looking at this cycle chart, haven't we, of, of reflecting, repenting, and now renewing. And this is where we are today. It's the beginning of the renewing of the temple and the city. So in Haggai uh, chapter 1, verse 12, to 15, we see that in verse 12, right at the beginning, we see that they obeyed the voice of the Lord. So important. They were aware of God. Suddenly their heads, their hearts were lined up with God. They looked him in the eye. And now they feared him, not in a sort of terrified, scary God sort of way, but like a newfound respect, a sense of awe for him. They obeyed him. And with their attention on God, the Lord speaks through Haggai. In verse 13, Haggai says, The Lord's messenger gave the message of the Lord to the people. And he says this, The Lord says, I am with you, declares the Lord. I'm with you. Again, so important. They've been reflecting, they've been repenting, they've been thinking, oh yeah, our priorities were wrong, we had excuses, we've been selfish, we've been building our own houses, we got it wrong. But now God speaks them through Haggai and he says, I am with you. I'm with you. You know, the Greek word uh, metanoia it means to turn around. They basically turned around. They were heading this way, but they've turned around. They've thought on all these things. And now Haggai says to them, God is saying, let me reassure you. Listen again, verse 13. I am with you. I'm with you. What reassurance that is. Emmanuel, God with us. Haggai is saying to them that the Lord is saying, I'm with you though, I'm with you. Over the Easter holidays, I've been teaching my daughter, Bay to ride her bike without stabilizers. Here's a picture of her looking a little bit like a pink marshmallow on wheels. But you know, she wobbles, she falls, 
She misjudges the turns. She goes off-piste. She gets it wrong. But you know, initially, she wouldn't go forward unless my hand was upon her. She wouldn't go forward unless I was by her side. She wouldn't even begin to turn the pedals and try unless she knew that I was right there with her, with my hand upon her and running alongside her. She's absolutely nailing it. She smashed it and she can do it now. She moves forward, but she knows that I was with her in them early stages. Knowing that I'm with her means that she can go forward in confidence. In this scenario, the people can rebuild. They can renew the city. They can renew the temple. Why? Because the Lord, their God, is what? He's with them. He reassures them, I am with you. There's journey and there's movement. Being reassured, they are now re-envisioned. Verse 14 says this, So the Lord stirred up their spirits. He stirred up everybody's spirits. Zerubbabel, Joshua, the high priest, the whole remnant of people. Their hearts were stirred. Their spirits were stirred. Imagine they've gone off peace, they've been selfish, they've been reflecting on that, they've been repenting of that. They've got this new found um, desire and love for God. They've realigned their hearts and God said to them, I am with you. He stirs their hearts and their hearts have been stirred, not for the sake of being stirred, but for the sake of action to move forward. John James, in his commentary, Rebuild Your Life, he comments on the people's newfound passion here. He says, they find their enthusiasm rekindled. And within three weeks, the work of the temple is resumed. It's teamwork. It's shared interest. They carry the same fire for something great, doing it together. You know, I surprised myself uh, the other day. It happens now and then. But I'm so unfit and unhealthy and I've done different runs and I start it and I stop it and I try and motivate myself and try and stir a passion in my heart to do a 5k or something. But the other day I was invited uh, in a group chat to come and run and I was like, well, I can. There's no way I'm going to get to 5k and I know 5k isn't very far. There's no way I'm going to be able to do it. I've got a dodgy knee. I'll do a little bit of it, but then I'll peel off and I'll go home. But there was this chat. There was this excitement. There was this encouragement. There was this spurring on of one another on this group chat. But also when I got there, and I was running with local shopkeepers and local restaurant owners. I even went for a swim in the, in the freezing cold sea afterwards. But what I found was our hearts were stirred to do this. And the conversations that we had as we were running, we were going for it, we all wanted to get fit, we all wanted to get healthy, and we all wanted to get to the end of the destination and the, the journey that we'd carved out. And I found myself not quitting, not peeling off halfway or three quarters. And before I knew it, I'd done a 5K, having not run for probably a year. The same passion, the same desire, the same goal, teamwork, people with stirred hearts wanting to champion each other and do this and do it together. The people's spirit was stirred. The Lord stirred their spirits. He stirred them to do this and they were together in this, going forward, rebuilding, renewing the city, renewing the temple. They worked 
together. Verse 14 says this, they came and began to work on the house of the Lord Almighty, their God. With renewed vision, they renewed the temple. You see this whole cycle and journey going on. God is at work. They're reflecting, repenting. They're being renewed and now they're going to renew the temple. Dave reminded us last week in his talk that three words really summarise Haggai. The, the, the book here, that's build my house. Build my house. This call to action to say, come on guys, pull your socks up, smell the coffee, get yourself sorted. I'm going to stir your hearts and you're going to go and rebuild the city. You're going to go and rebuild the temple. You know, we too go about renewing the world around us, don't we? God is at work. He's renewing all things. He's making all things new. In 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9, it says that we are co-workers in God's service, meaning that we work alongside with God. God runs alongside us, if you like. He stirs our heart. He champions us. We do it together. We journey together. We rebuild, renew, restore together. And we rebuild something greater than our own houses, our own interests, things that are right in front of us. Something greater than what we just see. God is at work and I believe he's at work at this moment. People come together and pray and there's unity. He's at work, he's renewing and he's restoring, he's doing great things. And we get to partner with him in that. We build in gold, we restore, we renew people in the power and in the spirit of God. As we love and as we care for the people in front of us, we're rebuilding, we're renewing their lives. We're re rebuilding the kingdom of God. You all know the story, but of, of Christopher Wren and uh, St. Paul's Cathedral. You may have heard it. The story of three bricklayers. After the great uh, fire in 1666, where London was levelled, the world's most famous architect, architect Christopher Robin, was commissioned to rebuild St. Paul's Cathedral. One day in 1671, Christopher Wren was observing the bricklayers and he was watching and seeing them at work as they rebuild, renewed this amazing place. He was standing watching them. One of the scaffolders was crouched down, one of them was half standing and one of them was standing tall and working very hard and fast. So Christopher Wren, this great architect, went to the first bricklayer and he asked them the question, what are you doing? To which the first bricklayer replied, well, I'm a bricklayer. I'm working hard, laying bricks to feed my family. The second bricklayer responded, well, I'm a builder. I'm building a wall. But the third bricklayer and the most productive of the three and the future leader of the group, when he was asked the question, what are you doing? He replied with a gleam in his eye, I'm a cathedral builder and I'm building a great cathedral to the Almighty. Let's allow this, all of this to motivate us and to move us into action, to renew the world around us in how we love and care for the people in front of us. But let it start with us, Lord, in us, Lord. I just want to invite you, if you can, just to bring yourself before God, to maybe focus on him, to look him in the eye. Imagine looking Jesus full in his face, looking fully in his face, looking him in the eye. 
Lord, we know that we can renew the world around us because you are with us. And Lord, you're renewing us and the world within us. So come, Holy Spirit, stir our hearts, Lord. Renew your world, renew your church, and renew us, Lord, we pray. And help us as we join you in the renewing of all things. Amen.